This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Josh Allen will be chasing baby penguins coming up on Sunday in western New York. Weather's going to be insane. A winter wonderland, perhaps, in snowy Buffalo and windy Buffalo <laughs> on Sunday. It's amazing. We'll get to the game I in just, just a second. Here, Jake, leave, leave the music up while I do the merchandise read here because it's really good. Uh, we'll get to the game in a second. We want everybody to check out, even though the holiday season has passed. Look, Valentine's Day right around the corner, and you know what your partner stay wants? Warm. You some layers. Indeed. You want some You Better You Bet merchandise. You can get those You Better You Bet pieces of merchandise at YouBetterYouBetShop.com. All our designs, Prop King, Don't Be a Slap, Choose Your Capper, uh, YBYB After Dark, Eight Buckets Bucket Hat, all of the designs on long sleeves, hoodies, hats, and more. YouBetterYouBetShop.com. That website again, YouBetterYouBetShop.com. All right, we, we have like a lot to still do on the show. We want to get into like next coach markets as a result of all the coaching movements in the last 48 hours since we've been on the air. We got to touch on Joel Embiid, likely to miss tomorrow night's game and what that means for NBA Most Valuable Player. And of course, we got to give you our bets for tonight and still have four games to hit for Super Wilds Card Weekend. So this is like, I got to manage the clock here a little better. Uh, Ken, let's go to the Bills and the Steelers on Sunday at one o'clock Eastern. Jake, bring the music back up, please. Buffalo, a 10-point favorite. Total 35 and a half. And Ken, obviously, like the conversation completely anchored around the weather in this game, which looks to have extreme wind, um, snow potentially as well. Is there like kind of, is it, is it the same conversation we had on Monday? Like have to wait? Like what, what do you think here, Bills and Steelers? Well, in the first two games, we had side and total movement to update a lot of it. In these next four, there's really only one game where it feels like something has changed in terms of the market. This was 10 and 35 and a half, 36 Monday. The like cat was out of the bag completely on the weather. And we just have to wait to see what happens. I mean, I guess you could argue like weather forecast improves slightly contrary and over. Um, you could argue when we get to Sunday and people see the forecasts, it's actually going to drop much more than this. You could argue that no TJ Watt against the Bills rushing attack. Offensive line, Allen, James Cook, and, you know, like, can Pittsburgh have some success the same way? Can they go over without passing that much? Like, can that actually happen in the game? Or uh, is Mason Rudolph going to turn it over five times, all return for touchdowns? I don't know. Uh, it's still 10 and 35 and a half. This does not make me want to bet anything. Uh, all the people that were, like, first on the weather under are, are probably in pretty good here. But we just kind of still have to wait and see what this is going to be or if the game's going to take place in Buffalo. Uh, we'll talk about this game with guests. We'll do a little bit more on it tomorrow. Obviously, we'll do like picks on Friday. Then we have the Saturday and Sunday shows. But like candidly, like this is going to be a Sunday conversation. Like we kind of need Probably. to know what the weather is going to be, right? That it just yeah. is what it is. Um, I will just reiterate what I said on Monday, which is if we get to Sunday 
and the weather is brutal and the wind's crazy and the market looks like this, I'm going to bet the Steelers because it's going to be a fake football game and I will get a team like catching like a lot of points. With a smart head coach and a team that I think is going to be able to run the ball. And by the way, you want to mitigate the loss of TJ Watt? Like, create a fake football game. Like, where Buffalo can't throw Or having Mason Rudolph. Like, or Mason Rudolph might be point. as valuable as Josh Allen as a passer in this game. In that they're both rating zero as a passer in this game. And Allen running the ball is obviously way better. But, like, even just to mitigate that aspect of it, call it a wash because no one can throw. That's big advantage, Steelers, if that's the case. Just the problem is, like, I, Buffalo can still run the ball really well. Buffalo's defense, if Watt is out, is better. Um, if Watt was playing, it would actually be a fun conversation because Buffalo's defense has been playing better recently. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, what what makes crazy things happen and underdogs win? Uh, stuff like what's going to happen at 1 o'clock Eastern time. That t- tends to sometimes create some crazy results. So we'll see. Um, uh, don't really feel particularly inclined to bet the game right now. How bad or good will the, like, let's say the Steelers win and, and the weather is crazy, will the Rudolph, like, outdoors in the snow jokes be? Oh, yeah. If we get there to Sunday. Oh, baby. Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of Twitter comedians have, like, I've lined, I've li- got their jokes the lined up. All of defenders <laughs> used to laugh and call him you. names. <laughs> I'd say, man. The Twitter, the Twitter comedians all yeah. sending the same joke, just, just trying to get that, desperately trying they to get that cloud. They let Mason Rudolph <laughs> Start any playoff games. Well, unless Kenny Pickett was the QB1. Okay. Then one December 1st, Kenny Pickett broke his foot. Uh, Amazing. Okay, that's the Bills and the Steelers. So it'll be a Sunday conversation. Uh, But let's have a Thursday conversation now. Nick and Ken here, you better, you bet. By the way, final segment for the day on Stadium. If you want to watch the show, the final hour, which you should, twitch.tv backslash betql. Uh, Cowboys and the Packers, hashtag rivalry renewed. And Ken, there's been like not just betting movement since Monday on this game. There's like betting movement today. I saw an eight earlier. I was doing uh, radio in New York earlier today on WFAM. The number was eight. Um, we're at seven minus like a flat seven right now, minus 110 for Dallas. So that's the point spread right now. Total is 50 and a half. Uh, Stefan Gilmore didn't practice yesterday. It I, it feels like everyone except A.J. Dillon might play for Green Bay. We'll obviously wait, and we'll see more on, on the Friday injury report both for both of these teams. But, Ken, um, maybe some optimism here in the Green Bay Packers in this game. Now, on the show on Monday, you really like the over. And we've had a couple guests on the show today that kind of echo that sentiment. Where are you at now um, on the total? And do you think you, you might bet a side on Sunday with Dallas and Green Bay? Uh, I, I do still like the over a little bit in the game and the, the root of it has to be right. Like what, what is a reasonable kind of projection for Dallas to score against green Bay's defense, which like, sorry. And like, I didn't even know the Jair Alexander thing until Pizzola brought it up earlier. Just, I, I don't know how you look at the Packers defense and even go like, this is average. And they're playing like when the Cowboys play at home, they're probably tied for the best offense in the league for when the Niners play at home. And both of those in terms of like unit at a specific location, San Francisco offense at home, Dallas offense at home. Those would be your first two picks. And uh, so it's, you know, below average defense with first time playoff starter on road against that. And yeah, like there's a lot of reasons that Green Bay can be competitive. Sure. Like maybe Mike McCarthy does do some crazy stuff like a crazy conservative in terms of his decision-making also, like, what's Matt LaFleur doing in this game? And, like, why would you tie yourself to his playoff performances in terms of decision-making, in terms of conservative decision-making? It's actually the only thing that makes me nervous about the over 
is in like two to three big situations in this game, are both coaches going to be like, ah, not so sure. Not so sure we're going to go for it at midfield on fourth and one. Not so sure we're going to be aggressive. Maybe we settle for field goals. It's actually, maybe it's it ends up, like the way I, I honestly think the way I lose if I do on the bet is it's a game that has a billion yards, but just not that many points. And uh, and maybe maybe that's how it falls apart. Um, so yeah, Cowboys are seven. I I don't really understand why Green Bay got bet and I don't like them in the game. Uh, I would only bet Dallas at this number. I may, I'm not sure yet. I do like the over. Uh, it feels like a game I think the Cowboys are extremely likely to win. Again, like we did this with the Chiefs. I would just like someone to go through like the Packers track record and be like, in a big spot with LaFleur and Jordan Love on the road, like what makes you think this is really competitive? You can be anti-Dallas and that's fine. And you have plenty of evidence for that position. I don't know why you would be anti-Dallas in this game. That's my problem. <laughs> like you like, pick a pick a nut when they play San Francisco for the third straight year on the road in the NFC championship and you want to fade them because they always lose that game. I can't make a counter argument to that. San Francisco is better, but like these kind of games, like I, I don't mind playing Dallas in this kind of a setup. So maybe play Dallas. I do still like the other. Updated injury stuff in this game. Uh, Stephon Gilmore, limited practice today on Thursday. Jonathan Hankins, another limited practice. Tyler Smith, another limited practice. So look, looking like Dallas is going to be, like, might be, like, right. good to go here in this game. For the Packers, just like some context on the Jair Alexander situation that Rob brought up, um, Matt LaFleur called it, quote, a freak deal. The name of my fantasy football team next year, the freak deal, on uh, on Wednesday. Apparently got stepped on. His ankle got stepped on and rolled. They're calling him day-to-day. They held him out of practice today. Like, we'll, we'll know a lot. If he doesn't practice tomorrow, obviously, this will be a lot more serious. If he's back at practice tomorrow, he'll obviously play in the game on Sunday. Basically, everyone else practicing on offense for the Packers, minus A.J. Dillon. So I think you'll probably see Watson, although, like, who the hell knows? And, like, Reed and Wicks, et cetera, Aaron, Aaron Jones. Maybe no, maybe no A.J. Dillon. So... You know, I guess, like, the Cowboys part of this, and, like, to be clear, I like Dallas at 7. I bet them on Sunday night at 7 because I felt like the number would go away. Now it's back. Uh, I do like Dallas in the game. I guess my fear is, and we'll see, like, maybe, like, Mike McCarthy is going to come out guns blazing, man. He's going to say, you know what? If I'm going out, uh, I did it my way. Like, I want to be clear here. This is not hyperbole. I legitimately think I'll call my shot here, and I don't even think it's like this, like uh, that crazy of a take. If the the Cowboys lose this game, Bill Belichick is the coach of the Cowboys by this time next week. That's that's my prediction. Now I think the Cowboys will win, and we won't have this conversation. But I I have to think that McCarthy knows this. Jerry Jones Ken goes on the uh, the Odyssey station in Dallas every week, and they ask him about McCarthy, and he kind of like showered McCarthy with praise. We've won twelve games three years in a row. He's done an amazing job. But what's lost in all of this is that he refuses to ever say that McCarthy's coming back next year for sure. Uh, so just 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 saying. Maybe McCarthy's a little tight, and the decision-making reflects that. You talked about that. It may be like a reason why the game might go under the total. Uh, maybe gives me a little pause here, but not enough to not lay Dallas Ken at this number. So I'll be on the Cowboys laying the seven. You like the over in the game, and uh, we can talk more about this game coming up tomorrow. Let me at least introduce, unless you have anything else on the Cowboys-Packers game, no, I can no, at least good. introduce the Listen Sunday out. night game. We'll start yep. the power hour with it. Uh, Lions and the Rams. I can't wait to watch this game. going to be awesome. Detroit... 
in in between a three and a three and a half point home favorite, three minus fifteen at BetMGM. The total here is fifty one and a half. One good piece of injury news here for Detroit: Sam Laporta addressing reporters today by his locker, saying that he is optimistic that he'll play in the game. Now, doesn't mean he's going to, but he's saying that he's optimistic he'll play. So, like when we did the show on Monday, it looked like very little chance. Now, at least it seems to be like maybe less than fifty percent, but like a semi reasonable outcome is that Laporta goes in this game for. Jared Goff and this Lions offense against their old friend Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Uh, both of us liked the Rams on Monday. Do you still share that position, Ken, that you like the LA Rams on Sunday night? Yeah, even at three. I bet some three and a half in the last couple of days, but like that's not like, hey, I have this number and you don't. Like I, I would bet three if it's game time and this is the market. I, I don't think there's a big difference between the teams. I don't think Detroit's home field overcomes you know, that lack of difference between them. Uh, the Rams are specifically good at things that the Lions are absolutely atrocious at. You could argue vice versa, like Rob made a good argument about Goff against what the Rams do defensively. The problem there is familiarity. I mean, it's literally like McVay against the guy that he took to the Super Bowl. Like I just, the idea that they're not going to have a bunch of stuff cooked up here is kind of like naive, honestly. Uh, and not that the same can't be true the other way, just Stafford in this passing attack against, again, the worst pass defense in the entire playoffs by far. I don't think that means Lions by margin a lot. So maybe they win, but I like the three and three and a half. Better coach, Rams. Better quarterback, Rams. Give me the Rams. If you're watching on stadium, twitch.tv backslash betql for the final hour or power hour featuring, among other things, all our bets for tonight.